Hey, all right, motherfuckers. We are back and ready to attack this conversation, not in general. Today, we're talking about what it really takes to recover a brain after a long bout of trauma upset. Maybe your functionality has seemingly failed. Maybe your life has become defined by all-encompassing limitation. Maybe you're feeling like a bundle of personalities and memories, jumbled up and raging for control. Or maybe your symptoms are just getting very uncomfortable, and you'd like to be in a place of goddamn peace where you can get away from all the Tom shittery. Regardless, here are the resources we absolutely need in order to work through our brains of upset. Remember our conversation on stabilization, processing, and integration? Well, you can't do any of that without the resources of time, space, and energy. You know, the things that life doesn't really deliver us or allow us to have on a regular basis to deal with our own shit. Hence, we can't get a fucking handle on our heads and end up flailing through existence with an increasingly distressed and depleted system instead. Uh, a more commentary on this failing capitalist world. They keep us down by keeping our brains a mess. Mental health is the new wealth, with physical health closely walking right alongside of it. It's not a coincidence. It keeps us serving them. Anyways... I bring this up because once you start understanding brains, you start understanding how they cannot possibly function correctly in the structures that most of us have to pony up to every single day. Whether these are jobs, relationship obligations, childcare obstacles, the endless drone of bureaucratic tasks to sustain an adult life, or even our civic and social duty of engaging with things like social media, and news outlets. And none of it's good for your goddamn trauma brain. None of it allows us to accomplish what we actually need to accomplish on the inside. Having time to process what we've seen, let alone to do it intentionally with the best perspective outcomes. So this goes for our old trauma events, clearly. Here we are trying to pull things up from the bottom of our personal oceans so we can get a better look and place those events in some sort of ordered understanding of self over time. Meanwhile, you know, the emails don't stop rolling in, the responsibilities only multiply, the notifications don't stop pinging, the bad news keeps a flowing into your psyche. Whatever the fuck is going on in your social sphere these past years is still taking place. And the same can be said for all modern day events. Rapid change requires time for a brain to understand it. Even traveling for a weekend requires restabilization, reprocessing, and reintegration. But we never get what we need to sew those details into our autobiographical recall because we never get time, space, or excess energy for ourselves to do this difficult mental landscaping. It has to be said, it's life versus brain operations out there. 
let alone when those brain operations are rooted in T-word events that require even more effort. So let's run down this list of resources. You need time. (laughs) Time to yourself. Time without triggerings. Time that isn't constrained by looming obligations. Time to do absolutely motherfucking nothing. We can't process things unless we have time to do so. And that doesn't mean in between dropping off the kids and arriving at the grocery store or for five minutes at the end of your lunch break. Brains work on figuring things out in their own time. We can't force the light bulb moments to come about in these fleeting moments. A lot of our processing is happening as a background function because we never let it be a forefront function. And we have to note that it can take time, plain old time, to be able to let things like triggerings and nervous system upsets die down. You can't process memories that are still too new. Can't make sense of situations that you're actively still dealing with. You need time. This is also where space comes into the mix. You need space from your past to see it in the present. I think we've all probably been in it and attempted to process the events, only to find that clarity couldn't be obtained until 6 to 24 months later minimum. The stimulation events happening each day were just too choking, too immersive, until you get some space from everything. Think of it this way. You can't really have perspective unless you have space. You certainly can't have broad, outcome-relevant, well-informed ones, that's for sure. Consider it in drawing or viewing any object, though. If you are nose-to-nose with the item, there is no perspective available. In order to form better perspectives, you need space from the happenings so that you're examining And you're in a safe, secure, stable, not fearful place to do so, which means you also need space, literal physical space to yourself to do the work, to feel safe, to be removed from upset, to actually use your time rather than getting fearful and disassociating for another period of the week to just unwind without fear of interruption or chaos, you need a safe space. And then, in order to do anything positive with your time and space, you also need energy. (laughs) If you're totally exhausted while you have free time and safe space, it won't do a goddamn single thing for you. It's like having a factory and plenty of time before your first production deadline but there's no power to fuel the machines inside. So, I don't know. Your higher level integrative brain functions, such as retrieving and reprocessing a memory while synthesizing a full lifetime of information and trying to do mental acrobatics to engage and reimagine the outlook for your future time orientation. I mean, something like that is going to be very resource costly for your brain. It's not something you can just squeeze in when you're totally zonked after a day full of other exhausting ventures. And that's why so many of us, 
feel like we just cannot get a grip on our trauma brains. Thoughts and emotions require time, space, and energy to emerge, to be noticed, to be named, and to process them for context and meaning, then to probably reprocess them to make sure you still agree. You can't think your way through a massive issue in five minutes, nor can you experience and let go of all the feels that are associated, but that's what a lot of us find ourselves working with. Processing memories in conjunction with the new perspectives that you've been forming in life, a more complete sense of self and awareness of your own autobiographical events is the way to resolve old issues and to lay them to rest with better cognitive programs taking their place. But none of it can take place without giving our brains the conditions that they need to safely and accurately do so. Honoring past experiences without over-identifying with them or losing yourself to a trigger fest that de-grounds you from the present moment, not an easy task. It takes concentration, dedication, and room to accomplish as you have to stabilize yourself repeatedly to continue getting your mental hands dirty. And therefore, there is no trauma recovery until there is opportunity to give yourself time, space, and energy to sort out your brain. So, what's a fucker to do? We can't all quit our jobs and abandon our families, so we don't typically have too many choices here. That's the whole problem. Essentially, we can say, cut out what you realistically can. Like uh, that toxic friendship, that can go. Maybe it's time. That career that takes up 24-7 of your thinking power, even when you're not on the clock. Maybe it's the moment for something less intense, even if it's temporary. Find an alternative until things feel firmer in your newly linked up brain cells. And secondly, when we can't clip that part of life, we can work on placing very firm boundaries in those areas. So, no, I work from the hours of 9 to 5. If you contact me outside that time, I can't get back to you right away. No, I'm not on call for emotional support every time something goes wrong. We can set up a designated window when we talk through things like that each week. No, I'm not interested in hearing the news and every other upsetting life update first thing in the morning. That's my own time for processing. We can discuss it at X, Y, or Z time. Set your boundaries and then hold them strong. Create the time, space, and energy that you need in your life, however you can, wherever you can pull it from, and see it as being non-negotiable. This isn't you being selfish. This is you getting yourself healed so you can better operate in every area afterwards. Honestly, it's the least selfish thing you can do. But also, let's quickly point out that the word selfish is a funny one. And if you are taking time to be like yourself, selfish, I don't see a single thing wrong with it, especially in the context of trauma treatment and our poor recovering senses of self. Yeah, fucker, be your own damn self. 
And don't let anyone guilt you for having the audacity to care about your own brain and therefore entire life for a fucking change. But that's just my two cents. I don't know. At the end of the day, if you're trying to justify making changes in life that amount to more recovery resources for your think box, just take some time to consider how brains evolved, if you've got it. In animals, they spent half of their lives looking for food and otherwise just chilling in between those ventures. Our brains developed the same way. And consider the way that you have to operate your brain instead of that setup. Continually stimulated, always worrying about something, always busy, obsessed with the idea of productivity, always thinking ahead to your next responsibility and preparing ahead of time. Through society's development, we have removed the key aspects of life that allow our systems to properly function. Because we've essentially removed the key aspects of life in our modern day social world. There's no time, space, or energy available to us. What we have to offer, the mediums of biology and existence themselves, are only available to our paycheck overlords, leaving our poor, run ragged brains with nothing for themselves to heal with. And then we proclaim, my head doesn't work right, what's wrong with it, and how do I fix it the fastest with the least amount of personal change and minimum effort possible, since that's all I have to muster. Well, with that attitude, it's probably not going to work. We have to give our systems what they need to do their jobs. And unfortunately, that comes in direct opposition in most of our cases with all of our physical human jobs and all the other limiting structures that we've had to join to survive. The good news being, you do have time. As in, if these conditions aren't things you can realistically produce for yourself right now, you still have the power to make a plan and start making changes so that they're available to you realistically later. Trauma recovery is about taking steps, not sprinting to a final destination. I hope I've made that clear. Each step you take enables and informs the direction of the next move, and therefore, every single one matters. So maybe you can't heal in this particular job or relationship. You can't get the time, space, and excess energy in those places right now. But you can start figuring out what will work for you. Knowing what hasn't been cutting it is great information. It gets you closer and closer to what does work. And you can start backwards planning from there. Mapping out each step you can take and reminding yourself that it's for the ultimate reason. Reward might be delayed, but there is nothing greater than the final result of having a well-working brain. That will bring you every other reward in the world when you can finally put a full effort into being who you're meant to be. So, let's get our fucking time, space, and energy back. It's the only way for a brain to get back up to normal operating standards. 
And from there, you have the power to do anything you want with that salty, fatty meat organ, especially when the name of the game is notice, understand, accept, and recalibrate your past lifetime of trauma-derived programs. It might be your first opportunity to do exactly that. But that's what we'll be talking about next when we meet up again to discuss the recreation pathway of doing inner work, outer work, and life reintegration for a brand new existence. But until we see each other again, motherfucker, hail yourself, hail your time, space, and energy, the mediums of biology, the mediums of life, (laughs) and hail Archie, who forced me to have increased time, space, and energy for both of us, rather than shotgunning it all into work efforts. Take back your own life, all right? We'll all be doing it together. And cheers, y'all. Bye. Hey, motherfucker. If these shows are moving a little too fast for you and you could use to review and reflect on what's been said here, just hit up t-mfrs.com or traumatizemotherfuckers.com to find the full blogged transcript version of every post. That way you can go back and do a little further reflection on any of the points that may have really gotten to your trauma core. While you're there, you can subscribe so that every new blog post goes straight to your inbox and you stay up to date on the latest motherfucking news from this support community. I'll see you there, and thanks again for being a part of this project. Hail yourself, and cheers, y'all. Bye.